What's up, guys? Welcome to the FBU podcast. I am Vince. I'm here with Anthony, and I never like to do the dumb intro like he likes to do. So that's why I'm just going to be like, all right, here we are. Let's get rolling. <laughs> that was um, terrible, man. Totally, that was yeah, awful. So, hey, let me just yeah, do it. But let the me, ratings, let me do it. The ratings of it. this podcast are going to be through the roof. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, AB, um, uh, we were talking about different uh, potential podcast uh, topics, and it came up yesterday in the mastermind call where I asked, and I do this every mastermind call, where I asked everyone in the group of uh, group to put in the chat uh, the best thing that's happened, you know, in the last week. And I was just like, holy cow, like what the hell is going on? This group is on fire and there's all kinds of good things that people are, are typing into the chat, but you typed into the, you kind of like, like AB is a, what we call a one-upper. Like he likes to one-up people. He likes to just say like, Oh, someone's doing really well. And say, like, well, yeah, but I, uh, he's a, yeah, but guy. Right. And so he comes in. He so said, not true. That's so not it, true. He's put it, he's put in typed into his chat that he's gotten 52 new clients since January one. Now AB doesn't run a, a large group facility. Like these are not like 52 clients paying a hundred dollars a month. Um, the average price point is someone that, a, that goes to AB's gym is like 400 a month and people are doing 30 minute workouts. So it's not a small amount of money that he's generated since January one. And so I was like, Whoa, that, that one took me back. So it's 52 new clients since January, uh, not leads. These are not leads. These are people that handed AB a check. Um, he's got a four month commitment um, right up front. And then it goes month to month after that. But um, so I wanted to, you know, since AB does his podcast, I me, mean, I think it'd be a great podcast topic to talk about some of the things that he's been doing differently in the months of, um, in the beginning months of 2021. Yeah. So AB it's, it's your show. What let's talk about this. Uh, just to really give you like some insight, AB's gym is in long Island, uh, New York, uh, and he does small group personal training for adults, focuses on fat loss and muscle gain. And, you know, he's, he's a little bit of a, you know, old school. It doesn't like, like bands and like only, he only uses dumbbells and stuff like that. And they, they do like one day at their gym, they do biceps. Like, <laughs> biceps and, Don't you know, laugh like, at one point. We did that. At one point we did. There's no like total body push pull with AB. It's like legitimately we <laughs> train chest today. And that's like, so, so it's, 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 it's very, and that's what I love about AB. And he's like, he doesn't buy all the, like the sport cords and Swiss balls and like the band shit. He like laughs at all that stuff. So, um, which I love Like he doesn't be like, Oh, what are they doing over there? And he's like, no, this is what we do. It works. And this is, uh, but you, you do some really interesting stuff, but, um, you know, I talk about you all the time in terms of your YouTube videos and how consistent you are with your content. And there's a lot of good things that you've been doing. You've been on fire over the past three months. And, um, so tell us, unpack it for us. What it was the secret behind 52 new clients in 90 days. Well, Vince, it's been an honor to be a, a guest on this podcast. I've been the, the host, I guess, for a little bit. So it's honored to be a guest on it this time. But uh, thank you for having me on. And hopefully you guys enjoy the story and the secrets behind getting 52 new clients in 90 days. So I really, um, I, I, I guess, first and foremost, I want to say, and I'll be totally upfront and honest about it, you know, 
COVID, like everybody else, it got me down. I was down in the dumps, man. I was really, I, now that I look back on it, I was really down. I was not myself at all. Uh, you know, just sitting back and kind of watching everything that I've built over the years, just like crumble essentially overnight. You're trying to pivot, you're trying to do all these things. So it's been a year of like being in the dumps. And like, I, I had signed this, a lease on my second location one week before all this happened. So having that stress on it, looking at the numbers and just totally stressing for a year, um, and then you kind of, you said something to me and you're like, you need to stop. Like you called me out and you're like, you need to stop. You need to, you need to, I noticed a change in you and you need to stop. So I don't want to say that I did this for you because that's not what I did, but it did motivate me, uh, you know, cause you're someone that I look up to and I appreciate your mentorship all this time. So it's like, you know, I want to make you proud too. You know, I want to be a, a proud disciple. Well, hold on. Let me stop there. And I want to talk about that because I think that's an important thing um, I was recently on a call with the, 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 the mean shark from Shark Tank, right? And they asked him, uh, how do you feel about being like the jerk on Shark Tank? And he says, I'm not a jerk. He said, I'm a truth teller. And he's like, all I do is I tell people the truth. And that's sometimes the way I look at my job for you guys is that sometimes I need to be the one that's going to say the thing that not everyone else is really willing to say that it may get, I, I know that there's been mastermind meetings where some of you guys have wanted to like punch me in the face because I have said things that probably everyone else is thinking that, you know, no one's willing to actually say. And I realize that that's, that's kind of my role, but talk about that when I gave you that advice and I do remember exactly what you're talking about. I kind of give you, I gave you a little shake up and be like, you know, let's go. I've seen you, yeah, wake up. you know? So like talk, talk about that. And a lot of people, and this is the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. Successful people hear that and they go, oh, you know what? I am going to snap out of it and I am going to stop being a baby and I am going to go out and I'm going to crush it versus unsuccessful people think Vince is an asshole. Unsuccessful people are like, what? how could Vince is like, you know, I'm paying him money and he's telling me that I'm being a, you know? And so that's why I think that you took that advice and you didn't take it personally. You took that advice and you said, you know what? This is my wake up call. And then you went on this tear because it was the last meeting that we had. And then you've been yeah, on this in tear. November. Yeah. And you've been on this tear ever since. So one, I want to commend you too, because I think a lot of people would take advice and take a little bit of a shakeup like that and take it personally and not put the effort into the action versus their own emotion and stuff like that. So I want to, I, I want to commend you for that, but talk about that. Talk about that time where you get, I gave you that advice and what was going through your mind at the time and what made you flip the switch? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's a sign of a good coach. Cause I do that all the time with my clients too. I tell them what they don't want to hear sometimes. And it's just what a good coach does. Cause sometimes, you know, we need to hear the hard truth. So it's kind of like, you called me out on it and I'm like, I guess I am. And maybe I was like, you know, in the moment, you don't realize kind of what you're doing, especially right. during something that we went through, you know, you kind of yeah. don't, you're in like survival mode and 
you know, with me, it's kind of like, oh no, this is it. I knew it wasn't going to be successful. This is this and see, it's coming true. It's not going to, it wasn't meant for me, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, when you kind of said it to me, it just, I, I kind of did like one of those, like I reflected on it for a little bit and I'm like, well, I can't control what's going on, but I can control myself. I can't control what I do. And I work hard anyway. Like, it's not like I didn't work during the pandemic. I didn't sit down. You know, I still worked every day. I was, I was a relentless then too, but it was just without like fire. I don't know. I can't explain it. I was, it was more survival during the pandemic. I think it was more like I had to do whatever I had to do to survive. And then, you know, you said it to me and I just, like I said, I reflected on it. I said, all right, it's time to get to work. Time to, time to do the work. That's it. We're open now. So just, just, just go back to work. Just do it. Just don't worry about anything else. Stop watching the news, stop everything else and just work. And that's exactly what I did. So yeah, I mean, there's not, not much to that. And one of the things that was it. And one of the things I've learned too, is that, and, and I do believe it's our job, you know, as coaches for our clients as well in the fitness world um, to take on the role of the stern parent and not to coddle people to a point where you enable them. And I'll never forget this. I was at a, a Tony Robbins seminar and a woman gets up and she starts crying about whatever. I don't remember what it was or some emotional thing. And a woman got up next to the woman that was crying. And I'll never forget this. And she puts her hand on the woman's shoulders. And Tony Robbins flipped on the lady that put her hand on the back, her back, her shoulder. And he was like, take your hand off her. Take your hand off her. And he started going off. So you're enabling it. You're, you're encouraging this. And, and I think sometimes I, I do believe there's a place for being there for somebody and, you know, putting your hand on someone's back. I do believe there's a place for that. But I also believe if I did that to you that day, that it wouldn't have worked. If well, I did that to you that day, if I put my hand on your back, it's a, a B, it's okay, man. You're, you're good. You're a real talented gym owner. You're going to get through this. It's okay. I said, no, get your head out of your ass. And I didn't say this exactly, but let's, and, and, I, and I was a stern parent. And I think that gyms, specifically personal trainers, were nice people. And sometimes we allow people to come into our facilities and we allow them to not eat well. We allow them to not work out regularly. We allow them to have bad habits and we don't tell them the truth. And this is like my call to action to all the gyms of the world is we got to start telling people the truth. We got to start these people that have gained 30 pounds during COVID that are in your gym and I have them in my gym. I have people that have been training with me since COVID the whole time that have still gained 30 pounds. They need a tongue lashing. They need a stern parent in their life. And your business will get better from that because that's secretly what people want. Exactly. Secretly, people don't want a buddy. Secretly, people want to be slapped upside the head a little bit. Well, most of the people that I signed up all the time, they always tell me, yeah, I need someone who's going to be hard on me. They all say that. Everybody says that. And then when you're hard on them, they don't like it, but it's just the way everybody wants that. 
But like you said, you know, I think it also comes down to the person. Some people can't, like you said, you said it perfectly. Some people can take the criticism and use it constructively. And some just can't, some yeah. just can't. Yeah. But, but I, but I do believe that, you know, and again, it, it's, it's, it's best if you know the person on how to do it, right? Um, you know, and what's going to be the most effective, but I think that coddling and enabling, and again, I'm only saying this because I have made this mistake in my own business at Gabriel Fitness. And I think there's, there's people that, you know, are not as fit as they should be because we have not really allowed them the, the we have not had the tough conversations that we need to have with them. Um, all right. So let's get into, so that was kind of the catapult of this, the catapult of, you know, you because because not everybody's having a, a a snapback like this right not everybody has been generated 52 new clients in 90 days you know so i think everyone's starting to get back on track but the reality is you are doing some things that are pretty special so let's talk about what you're um doing now how are you generating mean, you talked to me right before the call before we started this call and you're like i had two sales calls right before this i got one right after you know like we might have to end the podcast early so oh ab can go sell something um so what are you doing to get do all this selling so i boiled it down to three things because you had texted me earlier in the day and said uh we should do a podcast on this so i'm like all right well what what have i been doing when i sit back and you know, think about it. it. It really boils down to three main things, but I want to say something too. I didn't, um, I don't know how to word, how to say this right, but I didn't look up and it wasn't until I, I like, okay, so I just been, I, my head was down and I just worked. And then when you said, what's going on, I just looked up really quick, how many people I signed up. And then I put it in there. I didn't like think twice. Like I didn't set out to do this. I put my nose to the ground and I just did what I do best and I worked and I hustled and that's, and I looked up and there's 52 new people. Okay. And like you say all the time, you can't get excited. You just, all right, good job. And then you put your nose back down and you work. So that's one of the things that I think also you can't go and set, uh, not that you don't want to set goals. You always want to set goals, but I think you got to be able to work and work and work and work and put in that work necessary to, to do something like this anyway, and then look up, acknowledge where you're at and then keep moving. Yeah. And I, I think that you, you, you said something, um, you know, very interesting in the middle there and you basically, um, I, I, I think, you know, sometimes we get so um, obsessed with, you know, the numbers and the amount of clients that we're getting versus, and we let that kind of drive everything versus you, like you're saying, you just put your head down and you just worked and you probably didn't, weren't even thinking about how many clients you got at that one point. You, you were just all of a sudden, they were just like kind of there. So I think sometimes if you, um, and this is another thing that I learned from the guy from Shark Tank. He's like, I didn't work to try and get rich. He said, I just woke up one day after working my ass off and said, oh, shit, I'm rich. Right. So I think sometimes True. we need to get back to the desire and why did you start this and start, you know, not like 
being in this this stress case of oh, I'm gonna need more clients, I need more clients, I gotta get more clients, I get more clients, versus focusing on the process. So I mean, I think you're you're living proof of that. So good work. It was funny because at one point I was like working in February and I noticed I'm like I think it was like the middle of the month or whatever it was. I don't remember what day it was, but I had um, just as many signups or almost as many signups as there was days in the month. So I was like, oh, it'd be pretty cool if I got a client every day, like if I was able to sell someone every day something. But again, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't look up and then it was kind of one of those things where I was just like, just work and just keep grinding for it. And that's what I did. But I boiled it down to three basic things. So one of the things, and we've talked about this before, which was make an offer every day. Um, And I think that uh, that alone just changed the way kind of like I thought of everything that I was doing. So an offer doesn't necessarily have to be like, okay, go, you know, you should buy my stuff. An offer could just be, hey, message me. Hey, uh, you want my free ebook? Hey, you want a recipe guide? Hey, you know, it's an offer. And the simple fact of the matter is if you make an offer every day, whether that's to your email list, whether that's to people on Facebook, whether that's to your private members page or whatever, if you make an offer every day, you may not see anything the first week, the first two weeks, but then it just compounds on itself over time, big time, because you've already made so many offers consistently. And everybody's, everybody's amazed at how much I show up on social media. I'm always there with something, some new content, something. And uh, I think that by making an offer in all of that content, anywhere, everywhere, it really sets you apart from everybody else. Cause they're like, wow, if I, I so for example, I signed up a woman today. She uh, reached out to me last week. Um, She started getting like my stuff and my content. She started implementing the stuff. So within a week, she's already down 10 pounds. She goes, I've listened to everything that you've told me and I'm already down 10 pounds. Just how much is it? That's exactly what she told me. Just how much is it? So, So I think that when you make an offer every day, it makes you in an authoritative way, which we'll cover, I think it makes you look as an expert. And I think that people just at that point begin to take you more seriously. Yeah. And that's something we covered in the last CEO mastermind where I kind of put it on the table as a challenge to all you guys. And there's been a lot of solid. Did I win the challenge? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I tell you, Varsity House is killing it. Connor's killing it. There's like that group is like on fire right now. Uh, so we'll see. Even with your, you're not safe. Even with your 52 new clients uh, in this quarter. But um, so yeah, I kind of slapped that on the table. Just say, hey guys, just like if you want to start making more money, just make an offer a day and every day. And I know the majority of the group has done that and followed suit. And so that that's great to hear that it's working well uh, for you as well. So yeah, it's actually 54 clients now that I think about it. But there you, counting. there you go. So all right, the second thing was authoritative content. So I set up a challenge to myself to do 90 days worth of video content. I just chose video content. That's just what I chose to do. I was kind of dabbling with it before anyway. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to make a video every day on something. And I'm just going to put an offer in that video every day. And I, like I said, like I just told you, like, so a woman got into our funnel somehow with an offer or whatever, somewhere implemented the stuff that I've talked about, lost weight and just threw her credit card at me basically. So I think that by, 
drafting yourself as the authoritative person, talking about what you're passionate with, and you know, just having that convey itself on video so other people can watch it is really, really the thing that set me apart and really has has grown and will help to continue to grow my business because again, people want to work with someone who's an expert, especially you know, selling to the affluent people. Affluent people want experts, they don't yeah. want fly-by-night people. They want someone who's serious, who can be taken seriously and who knows how to get them results. So I think that, you know, combining those two things together has really, you know, catapulted it. And I will tell you, it is tough because you, first of all, you have to have time to make the content. That's first and foremost. But on top of that, you know, the first couple of times you do it, you're, you're going to, it's going to be crickets all the time. Yeah. It's, it's not like, okay, I put out a video every day and I get an offer every day from that video. It doesn't work like that. It just kind of compounds over time. And I think that the, what I'm seeing now, what I'm seeing right now is what I've been doing for the past six months. That's what I'm seeing now. So now that I've set that goal of 90 days from now, I'm probably going to reap that, that plant another six months from now. I don't think that it's not like it's cumulative. It's not like I put the video out today and I get the result today. Well, and the thing I love about this most is because I did, I tell, I told you guys these three things is to um, to make an offer day to, no, um, we didn't say the third one. Don't say it. Don't spill uh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Come on, man. So, all right. So you, you, you literally did exactly what I told you to do. <laughs> this is great. Um, all right. We'll just keep going, man. I, I'm going to shut up. Yeah. So yeah, the authoritative content, I think, and like I said, if, if you're not good with video and you're like, oh, I don't want to do video of myself. I look like an idiot. No, one, I'm telling you, no one even watches it. If they do watch it, they watch, you know, I, I look at the analytics on YouTube all the time. If somebody, if I make a 10 minute video and they watch two to three minutes of it, it doesn't matter. It just plants the seed. Like that's the nutrition guy. That guy knows what he's talking about. That guy can make me look better naked. That's ultimately what I want. And they don't even have to listen to all the content. So, you know, don't worry about looking silly or anything like that, but you just got to take, if that's, if, if you're not comfortable with video, then do a blog article do um you know i don't know what to make a meme i don't know do something that makes you look like an authority and just do it consistently and craft an offer in that every single time and i think i switched it to putting an offer in there when we had the uh the last meeting because we had nick kusmich on and uh the way he presented and he like he sent some of his stuff like he crafted the offer inside the message i was like that was great and it wasn't yeah. until I saw that, that that really clicked, that that's what I got to start doing in the video. Because before I was just saying like, oh, if you're interested, you know, just, you know, whatever. But now it's like you kind of craft it into the message and it makes it sound yeah. so much better. Yeah. Now, Nick did a great job. Nick Kusmich is a, is a Facebook uh, marketer uh, from Canada and came and did a, a speech at the Mastermind about um, marketing Facebook and really, you know, opened our eyes to a lot of things that maybe we were doing wrong. Um, and I know a lot of people have already started to implement some of the stuff that he was talking about with great success. So, all right. So that's the, so the first thing was you made an offer a day. The second thing was that you did these authority based video content, which, which basically you're positioning yourself as the expert in what you're doing, um, in, in, in your area. So what's the third thing? So the third thing, 
And I'm going to shout out one of my, um, one of my good buddies. His name is Jimmy. He has a gym in Washington. And he kind of said this to me and it clicked. So it was just so simple how he said it. The, the third thing is obviously relentless follow-up. But one of the things that yeah. he told me, and he broke it down. So I, when I when he said it to me, he actually said it to me recently. And then I just started implementing that on top of it. And it just really has escalated. But uh, it's basically relentless follow-up. And I was kind of doing that before, but like, it was kind of like, I wouldn't say like halfway. Like I was kind of like following up with people. But what he told me was, he said, all you have to do is three calls. That's it. You get the lead. Call them right away. If they don't pick up, leave a message. Call again later that day. If they don't, if they if they pick up, they pick up. If they don't, they don't. And then call again the next day. He goes after that, move on. So it made it. It was just like so simple of a thing. But then I just took that and implemented it with everything. So if somebody messages me on Instagram, which I've been getting that a lot lately, I think it's because of the content that I've been putting on there. If somebody messages me on Instagram. If they stop answering me, I follow up with them once. They don't respond again, follow up with them again. And I follow up with them a third time and then they're off. I, I just ignore them and I move on to the next person. So it's just about having that relentless follow-up because the money, the fortunes in the follow-up, that's been playing in my head like crazy. The fortune is in the follow-up. And, and I will say this, that there's something that you're building right now that all these videos that you're doing you know, and I believe you said you're, are you posting the videos on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and, and YouTube and, and my YouTube podcast and, and your, LinkedIn? That's what I'm saying. And so what Anthony's doing is a clinic. And I think a lot of us get into these habits of we create one thing and then we only use it for that one platform, whereas he's creating one good piece of content. And then he's reaping the benefit of spreading it across all these different places. It's a lot of work. I will it, tell you that it is a lot of work. Yeah, uh, but, but it's, it's worth it. Yeah, and you're are you doing it all yourself? Right now, yeah. Yeah, and so that's where well, I could if I could coach you on the podcast, uh, that's where a digital marketing assistant would probably be very valuable to be able to take that stuff and spread it. Um, you know, just an example, like when I do this podcast, right? So we record this podcast on Zoom, right? And now there's a video to this. So this is going to go, um, this one piece of content will be a YouTube video, will be an Instagram post, uh, will be an email, will be on the blog, right? So it'll be all those, all those places. And it will go on Facebook when we post um, on Instagram as well. And so, but I never do anything except type into a Word document. So I, I, I record this podcast and then I type into a Word document and I tell Megan exactly what I want. And Megan goes in and she creates the thumbnail picture of you and me and the title, right? So I, I give the main pieces of what needs to be in there, right? The headline, the subject line of the email is very important, right? What does the description say in the YouTube video? Is there a link? What is that link? Those are all the things that you as the owner really need to be responsible for. What are the key things? And then that all can be done. So I do not go into any of the platforms at all, but I'm always there. And 
I tell them exactly what, and there's always offers, there's always links, there's always calls to action, always, because that's the stuff that I've highlighted so important, and it never leaves a Word document. So for those of you that do want to spread across uh, multiple platforms when you're creating content, um, someone to help you do that is, is, is very uh, impactful. Well, one of the things I'll say too, sometimes it's not, more is not always better. You know, it's better to focus on a couple. Um, if I could say, if I would optimize it fully, I mean, I've built a podcast up. I have over well over a million downloads on my podcast. So that's something that I'll just keep because I do get people from that. I've built that up over time. So that base has kind of always been there. So I kind of did that a little bit before I try to dabble in like online stuff. So that was when I was dabbling in it. So I built an audience there. So there's an audience there. So I wouldn't, I don't know if I would recommend anybody locally kind of do that. You can, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's really going to catapult you if you're doing videos anyway. I don't think it's going to catapult you. So I use that one because I have it. I would say your best bet is to focus on um, YouTube. Okay. Because I think YouTube is another platform that people can find you because people have found me from YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram. That's it. I think those are the big three and your website. Sorry. So four of them. I also take the content and I put it on an article on my website, yep. a blog. So those are the four things that you need that you need. So if you're listening to this and you want a lot of leads um, over time and really build up some stuff, that's what you need to do. You need to, yep. you need to focus on just those four things. And, and, and what I was saying, you know, to my point earlier is that you now have these pieces of content that you can reuse at some point, right? You now have a video that you created about whatever, you know, I saw one you did on olive oil recently, right? Like so that that's, one, right? yeah, yeah that was got good. you to watch that one. Yeah, too. I watched that one. But, but, but the video about olive oil, that's not a time sensitive thing. You can yeah. play that 30 years from now. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I try not to make time sensitive content anymore. I did in the beginning. Right. I try not to do that anymore. And that's a strategy. That's a very smart strategy because now everything that you do is reusable and you're everything. creating what's called a marketing asset. Um, so, and then and the, the other thing that's important when you create marketing assets is that you put them somewhere where they can easily be accessible to find. Cause that is the biggest thing. It's like, all right, where do I find this stuff? And, uh, you know, do you have some type of a Dropbox file that's well organized so you can go in and pull this stuff uh, forever? But that's AB, proud of you, man. 52 clients in 90 days. Four, 54. Uh, 54 clients in 90 <laughs> days, not, you know, $100 a month clients. These are high paying, you know, $400 plus a month in doing small group personal training. Um, you know, this is powerful stuff uh, right here. And I know you gave uh, the, the, the listeners of this podcast, a ton of good feedback. And Hey, if you want to be like AB and, and do this, it's here. It is offer a day, um, do a video a day, 90 videos and that, Hey, it's it, not easy, right? Not easy to do. Not, not usually the good stuff doesn't come easy. Right. And the people that are telling you that it could be too good to be true, but this is, you know, an effort that, you know, 52 clients, how many of those Four. 52, 54, <laughs> how many of those 54 will still be clients in a year? Meaning what you did in the last 90 days created 54 new clients, but that's not just 50 people that paid you once. These people are, some of these people are going to be paying you for years. One of the other things too, and I forgot to mention it. Um, I also take the, some of the content, not all of it, because some of it's not crafted toward um, existing clients, but 
what I'll do is sometimes I'll make the content for the clients and then I'll drop it in my follow-up bucket. So my clients will get, and I, I have a, literally a bucket of emails that my clients, as soon as they sign up, drop into the bucket. They get, well, I think it's like a year and a half worth of content that they get. And I just keep adding to that. So at some point, I'll never have to write an email again. At some That's point. Great. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. Well, to them anyway. Yeah, right. Good, good. Awesome, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, guys. If uh, we're gonna put a bow on this one, um, if let me you do want, the outro, please. Let if me, you let want me, more, please do the outro. What's that? Let me do the outro. Do you, do you remember the link? Uh, Vince. Uh, no, Vince. So you can't do the outro book? if you don't remember the link. Slash Sorry. book, free book. No, no, you can't do it. So, uh, <laughs> if you guys want more marketing info and you want to get a copy of my book for free, just go to vincesfreebook.com. You and go. you can get a copy of my book. We'll ship it to you in the mail. Uh, you got to cover like a couple bucks for shipping. Um, but uh, Jill's going to be packing your order and um, maybe she'll throw in some goodies um, when we ship it out to you. We package all that stuff. Uh, this is all like homegrown stuff, guys. So like when you order a book from me, it's getting packed in my gym. We have a back room where we keep a copy of all the books. We have the envelopes back there. So this is like old school. Um, we're filling your order. So if you want um, to get a copy of the book, it's vincesfreebook.com. And which book, um, they, which book do they get? That's the, you, uh, the, the main book you'll get is the ultimate guide to marketing your gym. Uh, when you it's get there, book, when you get there, um, there is an option to upsell to uh, a black box of books where it's a big bundle of my books um, where you, they'll send you a big envelope full of stuff as well. Um, so that's vincesfreebook.com. And hopefully you enjoyed the show. I want to thank AB for not getting down when he got some tough love and climbing back. And he's got, he's going to be very, very excited to walk back into the CEO mastermind room with this kind of news. So good work. Yep. All right, guys. Well, looks, and if you want, we help gym owners get more clients, make more money and get more freedom. Make sure you leave us a five-star review because that helps us. And of course, hit that subscribe button. And until the next one, guys, we'll catch you then. I forgot to say peace. You got to say peace at the end, Vince. We're that's still recording. That, that's the outro. So say peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>